0: This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I am a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to The Daily Check-In. This week on The Daily Check-In, we're talking about frustration and how we can follow our frustration to find freedom. All right, uh well, today I'm having a conversation with my friend Joe. Uh, we're trying something a little differently uh Joe's not here with me um but Joe, would you mind introducing yourself for me?
1: Well, I'm the pastor of Grace Walk Community Church, and uh I have uh been a Christian since nineteen seventy seven when uh I got saved and God radically changed my life and set me free from drug addiction and all kinds of other uh crime and everything. And so I'm serving God. Now.
0: Praise God. And uh you, you're no you're no stranger to celebrate recovery, right?
1: No. No. Uh we've had celebrate recovery in our church uh I think since uh two thousand and seven, I think it is.
0: Praise God, man. That's so cool. So, uh, you're, where are you at right now?
1: Well, I'm up in Pine, Arizona.
0: Pine. I love it. And, uh, you're, you're doing some cleaning there up on your property.
1: Yeah. Doing some brush burning and some cleaning and, uh, you know, just get staying, uh, socially distanced, but connected at the same time.
0: That's Awesome. Uh well uh thanks for joining me here today. I'm I'm hoping that uh we could get some some good audio here and that we're kind of both um working with technology so we'll see hopefully it does this right. Um so uh I was uh kind of following along with you guys. Uh, you guys at Grace Walk uh you're going through Psalms 91 right now. Is that is that correct?
1: Yeah, we're um we started a series in Psalms 91 um About five weeks ago and uh, before this thing got gnarly and uh, it's been a really powerful, powerful series and uh, uh, just given me lots of hope in our church, lots of hope during this time.
0: Yeah, I was when I was checking it out, I was really encouraged um, by that fact that you had started way before. I mean, it was in the news, but it, it wasn't in the news how it was now. And, uh, you were already kind of jumping into this whole series about Psalms 91, which is, uh, basically, um, just how to, what, what, what the benefits are of having God as your refuge, right?
1: Yeah. God is our refuge. And, you know, Psalms uh, 91 actually, uh, states very boldly that, uh, we're going to, be set free from disease and and it's not going to come to our home and we're going to be set free from from the plagues that others might be involved in and it gives you nothing but hope
0: yeah that's so i praise god man because that's that's just so cool to me and then um as as we moved into where we're at right now um god was already preparing the people um, at Grace Walk for something like this, and and that's just one of those things that you you must be just kind of sitting back and saying, "Wow, God, that's that's really amazing of you."
1: You know, it really is amazing because uh I had uh, started studying Psalms ninety-one a good two months ago, and uh, not you know just got inspired by it. And the more I got into it, I saw how deep this passage is. It's one of the most deepest passages in the bible i think
0: it's really beautiful i mean it has a lot of really big statements like you said keeping us from uh diseases uh it says traps uh all different kinds of things it even goes on to say like uh lions and serpents and all these kinds of things really really just big bold statements of how god will protect us and guide us if we choose yeah. to have him as our refuge
1: Right, and it, it, it declares that, it's, it's actually a psalm that you're to declare in the very uh, verse one, it talks about how we are in the shelter of the Most High, and that we're to say and declare that we're in that shelter, and uh, that, you know, it has uh, different things in it, like for instance, a uh, thousand may die on my side, uh, si- or a thousand may fall on my side, 10,000 mm-hmm. on my right. And yet I will stand regardless of what happening. Uh, the deadly disease that would stalk at night, I'll be free from. And, and the arrows that fly by day uh, will not touch me or harm me. And uh, verse 10 is probably one of the most powerful verses where it actually says that no disease shall come and reside at my home. Mm. and uh, it's something you just proclaim i've I've been trying to encourage our people to pray psalms 91 uh, on a daily basis and declare it over their home and declare it over their family and their kids and we declare it over our church Mm. beautiful i love it
0: so any of you guys out there listening go check out psalms 91 proclaim it over your own life over your household over your church family It's it's really uh, uh, like Joe said a a beautiful proclamation. So, would definitely encourage you to do that. Um, But so, as I was kind of going through that, I thought that it was interesting. So it's it talks about all of these really big things that God as our refuge will protect us from, and then it goes on to talk about how um, he won't he won't even allow us to stub our toe. And so it seems like it's all of these great big things. All the way down to almost the most minuscule things that we could ever imagine. And so then I was, I was bringing that into what we've been talking about here on the podcast, uh, this week uh, about frustration. And I think sometimes for me anyways, I get into a habit where I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I trust God in this pandemic. I believe that he will protect me and keep disease out of my house, but. In everyday life, I struggle to believe that God will keep me, um, you know, uh, take care of me in that long line at the grocery store. Or uh, I falter to have faith when things aren't going my way and I get frustrated. And we've been talking about on here that frustration is rooted in expectations. And when that's happening, I'm, I'm more focused on what I want versus what god wants for me and so i was just kind of wondering your thoughts about how you know this this beautiful proclamation but then bringing it into everyday life as uh, the seemingly small things um when i begin to get frustrated
1: well one of the things that i noticed about psalms 91 is that it's talking about more than just disease or uh deadly things, uh, it, the arrows that fly by day, you know, when we go to work, uh, often we got arrows flying at us from coworkers Mm. and people that just don't like us, or, um, we have those situations that happen in life, uh, financially that, uh, put us in a, a place of uncertainty. And, and, uh, uh, those are the kind of things that we declare with Psalms 91 that, that those things are not going to hurt us, that we're going to overcome those things and that God is our refuge and that we're going to take refuge under the Lord. And, um, then it says, I think it's in verse two, that, um, his truth or his word is our armor. Mm -hmm. That is, that is like, you know, uh, there's so many things attacking us in life, um, that we all experience. that we can know that, um, regardless, it doesn't have to be the Corona virus. It can be just life in general that mm-hmm. we have armor that we put on, but we have to get into the word. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what Psalm really emphasizes. Psalms 91 is the importance that we have to put on the armor by declaring mm-hmm. his word. And we have to enter into the shelter of the most high. It's not something that's just there because you're a believer. It's something there because you actually enter in it through studying the word and proclaiming this over your life and uh, lifting Jesus up in your life. Mm. So,
0: be actually the act of making God my refuge is putting the armor on, right?
1: Yes. Um, well, and the putting the armor on is is making Him you your refuge and also. Uh, declaring his word over your life like his truth is is his uh his word is is your armor and so i have Mm -hmm. to put the word on me on a daily basis uh we here's another interesting thing last week we talked about um you know where it talks about in verse i think it's verse uh i think it's verse it's not Mm -hmm. verse 13 but i think it's verse 14 and he says that um you know, he will order his angels to watch over you that, um, they will lift you up and you shall not even dash your foot upon a stone. Um, right. you know, and I got thinking about that, you know, everybody believes in demons, everybody. I mean, we talk about demons all the time. Matter of fact, demons is just like a popular part of our culture, um, in apparel It's part of our, uh culture in, in TV, movies, it's just something, tattoos, you know, uh, demons are a big deal. But, you know, we know that angels fell from heaven, a third of the angels fell from heaven, but two-thirds remained in heaven. There's more godly angels than there are demons. Mm. And sometimes we give more credibility to demons coming in and wrecking havoc. And what about God's angels watching over us? Right, And we don't talk about it much, but uh, through that study and in uh, uh, Psalms 91, I really began to understand that God has angels, plural, watching over me, um, but I have to do my part too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you in that. I think that in normal everyday life, a lot of us will kind of uh, blame the evil one for all of these things. And give way more credit to that side of forces instead exactly. of yeah, leaning into the fact that there's way more angels, there's way more things that God is doing to bring good into the world than like you said, the flip side of it. That's really good.
1: So yeah, there's there's so much more uh, power in, in God than there is in the devil. Right. Um You know, there's just so much more power in that. I, You know, one of the things that kind of grabbed my mind is, uh, you know how Satan's always celebrating when he does something good, like when he uh, had Jesus crucified, only that to turn out to be his greatest defeat. And I was thinking about, you know, he's shut down all the churches and we're not able to meet. However, I notice our online viewings are somewhere around 1,500 more than our attendance.
0: Praise God.
1: And so more people, are, we have people tuning in around the world. A guy just talked to me and he says his friends are tuning in from Greece and Italy. And mm-hmm. they're watching every week Our our uh, as we go on the internet and go live. So I began to think about that, you know, maybe the devil, uh, I'm sure he has his, his part in all this, uh, coronavirus. But in, in the midst of all this, I begin to think God's going to really, this is going to be harvest time. People are open to the gospel as never before. I'm just talking to people and that wouldn't even talk about God. And, and all of a sudden they're wanting to, you know, know more. And they're, they're viewing, the, you know, the daily devotional I do and, and things like that. So I, I think, uh, what the enemy meant for, evil is god's going to turn it into good.
0: Amen. That's right out of scripture. And yeah, and you know I agree. I and I think that the same thing goes for our family out here in Celebrate Recovery is, you know, this is the time where you know, we aren't doing the things that we're doing uh with the 12 steps and eight principles, the the very difficult thing of working through our step 4 in writing out a fearless a searching and fearless moral inventory. We're not doing all of this really hard work um for the days that are easy, right like we're that we go to church, we go to celebrate recovery, we talk to our sponsors and accountability partners for times like we're facing right now right exactly and so we've been prepared for things like this, of course, nobody could see this coronavirus happening, but this is you know a, a scripture talks about days like this coming um not to say that this is end times or anything like that. Who knows? But just the fact that that there will be trials, there are things that test us, and that's why we've been doing what we've been doing is so that we can persevere in times like this.
1: You know, and uh, you were talking about frustration, and I—I I was telling my wife. I said that I would be talking today. You know, uh, and we were going to be talking about frustration. She said, "Joe." that is so needed right now. Everybody's getting frustrated with everybody. And we were watching uh, Channel 3 News this morning and they were talking about frustration and how people are frustrated and they're having, you know, some marital difficulties, you know, because all our lives have been upset and turned upside down. And people, you know, are facing financial crisis and all kinds of, with layoffs and, And we bring that stuff home and then we're having to work at home and people are, you know, walking in on our work at home and, and, you know, we're all uptight, but we, we got to get more Jesus and the word of God in us. Then we're getting all the negative news and all the frustrations. And that's why it's so important that we have a daily, daily routine where we put on our armor. Mm-hmm. And um uh so we can and and I think it it goes a long ways to where we just gotta kinda, you know, like we have to get along with the people at work. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how that is sometimes and, yeah. and because we work there and we mm-hmm. have to deal with that mm-hmm. every day. So we gotta kinda take a little diff different middle aspect and say, you know, I'm not things are different and I'm gonna adapt to that. I'm not gonna allow frustration to enter into my home and my relationships just because there's more tension and stress at this time.
0: Yeah, it's everywhere. I definitely have had a lot of conversations lately, people struggling with frustration and, you know, on the podcast, I've, I've definitely, as I've been studying frustration in the Bible, uh, in society and in myself, I've really had to address some things in my own life and, and, uh, you know, work through it and try to, lead in a in a way that would allow people to be able to work through their frustration. And and that's what we've been talking about on here is how we can actually follow our frustration to find freedom. And the point here is that I can, the things that are getting me frustrated, uh, you know, the, the, the devil is an author of confusion. So he's going to attach himself to things that are true. And if I'm getting frustrated about something, um, chances are there's something really good to be learned there. And uh, I'm I'm being confused by the situation and getting frustrated on it, and then I miss out on what God is trying to show me. And so I've been trying to find ways that I can cope mm-hmm. with my feelings uh, to reduce my expectations, replace them with God's. Um, but you know, I, it's it's difficult, man. And I, I know that you said uh, I, you know, I personally I get up and do my devotionals. You said absolutely we need to wrap ourselves up in the Word, but. What are some ways that, you know, I'm sure that you encounter frustrations on the daily basis, just like any of us. How, what, how do you kind of work through that when, you, when you're face-to-face with something that's kind of rubbing you the wrong way?
1: Well, I, I believe it all begins with your perspective at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. so your perspective on what's going on and stuff like that. Uh, when you're caught off the moment, you're caught in that moment where uh, with no preparation, you're put in a very difficult situation. If you've already dealt with that before you started your day that, um, you, you know, I I, I just want to be uh, at peace. I'm not going to I'm not going to allow uh, these kind of things to frustrate me and and so forth and so on. Uh, so what I try to do is begin my day by just, uh, having a piece and saying, you know what, um, we're going to get through this and, uh, you know, this is going to be my posture, you know, as I encounter whatever I encounter traffic or whatever the case may be, that kind of frustrates me at the moment. Um, I'm just going to, uh, i make up my mind at the beginning of the day. I'm going to just relax.
0: Mm-hmm
1: yeah that's really good. The power
0: of perspective because there's nothing that we can't change what's going on in our world right now right there's no. there's nothing there's nothing we can do about that, but we do have the power of our perspective to be able to to see things um uh, with the lens of what Jesus says, what scripture tells us, uh how the Holy Spirit prompts us and yeah man that's really powerful and actually um on our daily check-in number eleven. We read from Ecclesiastes seven three that says sorrow is better than laughter, and I was reading some of the translations that actually said that frustration is better than laughter, and it was talking about because it has a way of refining us. And oh, I, I well, wow. that's good. It, yeah, it's so true in my own life that a lot of times, you know, if I'm if I'm getting just if my daily thing is whatever I'm trying to do gets disrupted. Um, It it just has a way of getting me back on track. Right. Like I, most of the times I don't even realize that I'm going off on a tangent or, um, you know, kind of going in the wrong direction until I hit a wall. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so there's something about, uh, you know, sorrow or anger or frustration that just has a way of teaching us things that we wouldn't learn if we were always in, in a, a space that is, you know, serene or tranquil. Um, and so it, it's kind of like you're talking about with this perspective of, okay, well, I know I, I, at some point today, I'm probably going to encounter some kind of frustration. What am I going to do when that happens? Am I going to allow it to refine me or am I going to allow it to break me?
1: Well, you know, John, I was just thinking as you were talking, when we decide to go on a trip, like say we, we're going to drive over to California, uh, the first thing we do before we leave or the, the last thing we do before we leave is we make sure we, our tank is filled up with gas. Mm. And so, so it is with God, uh, you know, his manna, his word is our gas. Mm -hmm. And if we, if we're not filling ourselves up with that at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, chances are we're going to run out of gas and we're going to be reflecting back on ourselves and say, what, what happened to me? Why do I act that way? I hate, I hate it when I do that. I, you know, I don't like getting upset and I don't like getting frustrated, but maybe it's just because you're trying to operate on gas uh, without any gas, any spiritual gas and during this time, you know, there's so many different things that are coming in to our lives, you know, economically, uh, we're all faced with challenges there, um, social distancing, and not being able to get around people like we normally have, and people just being frustrated and tired, uh, so we need more gas than ever, and and so, um, you know, just beginning our day by getting in God's word, and declaring his scripture over our lives, and and then ending the day like that, so we can sleep. God wants us to sleep at night, but if you're frustrated, you cannot sleep. Hmm.
0: Yeah. No, that's so good, man. I, I I love that so much. It's definitely the the importance, and uh, you know, having the right gas too. Right? <laughs> like yeah. we talked about before, we can fill ourselves up on media and negativity and all this stuff. We're putting diesel into a you know <laughs> a, a regular gasoline car and it's it's going to cause problems. And so that's that's really good, man. I I really appreciate you just taking a take a, a second and you know talking with me about this. It's it's I love getting the chance to to meet with you and talk with you. Uh you're a great guy and um definitely blessings on on your church and what you guys are doing over there. Um is there anything that you could leave our our folks uh in celebrate recovery right now that Um, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe are struggling with the the things that they struggle with a little bit more right now because of the situation. Is there something that you want to kind of just encourage them with as they continue to go, go through isolation or quarantine?
1: Well, you know, one of the things I, I just read the other day is that alcohol sales are way up Mm. and that would indicate that the reason they're way up is because people are trying to find uh, uh some place of refuge in in alcohol and and those kind of things, and there's just no refuge in that stuff matter of fact it's it's gonna just leave us hopeless and empty and mm-hmm. um what we need to be doing is filling ourselves up on God's word and just disciplining ourselves one thing i I do and I recommend i use you version a lot and and usually do two or three different, uh, devotionals every day. And I, and I do it with my mom. I do one with my mom. I do some with my kids and some with my wife and, and other people. Uh, so I would just recommend, you know, setting a reminder, get new version of the app and, and just looking at some devotionals that I, there must be 10,000 devotionals on there. I can't even, figure out how many's on there there's so many but yeah. a devotional that deals with your personal situation what is it that you're going through are mm-hmm. you lonely or are you afraid or are you you know whatever it could be and and doing a devotional every day and maybe doing it with somebody else kind of like John you and I are on this call together and mm-hmm. uh i don't know about you but man just since the i've been on this call i feel good Amen. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's simple. It, it, it may sound very simple. Like, how could that possibly work? But it's it's just like anything else. When uh, there's these simple things like staying in the Word, spending time with each other, talking about things that God has ordained, He shows up. He sends the Holy Spirit and does something amazing. And and you can't really explain it. It's just the way that it is. And so, yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, for those of you, uh, for those that are listening and, and they want to hear some more, uh, hear some of your teachings and stuff like that. How, how can they hear some more of, of your your stuff?
1: Well, they can go to gracewalkchurch.org and uh, click on messages. And then you can uh, just go through, you can pick up Psalms 91 at day one. And, mm. uh, uh, work, uh, I've really had a great response on that, but all our messages are archived way back, uh, you know, forever. And, uh, then I do a daily devotional on our, uh, I post it on our grace walk Facebook or my Facebook page, uh, Joe Calloway, um, and I'm easy to find. I'm not your average looking guy.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, got a ZZ top beard.
1: Yeah, I got a beard that's, that's <laughs> past my chest. You know, it goes below my chest. And uh, most people don't even believe I'm a pastor. But, you know, uh, <laughs> when I came to Christ, I was a hardcore drug addict. Uh, h- hardcore uh, into pornography and sexual perversion. Hardcore into being a thief. I was a criminal. Uh, I was facing five to life in prison when I found Jesus Christ, uh, in jail. And, uh, wow. it was by the power of God that got me out of that mess. And, uh, I know what it is to feel that temptation to want to relapse. Uh, mm-hmm. but I've been, I've been free from, um, uh, you know, relapsing back into that drugs and all the whole crime world since 1977. And, um, uh, mm-hmm. there's hope, uh, but. But we got to put in our fuel tank, uh, more God and, and don't think that relapsing back to your, what it is you're trying to escape, whether it's pornography or, you know, it can be drugs or whatever it is, is, is somehow going to give you a moment of peace. It's going to leave mm-hmm. you more empty. And, uh, so there's no refuge there. Um, right. You know, it's like, you're running to a place a house that's burning down and so you run inside the house thinking you're going to be right. safe so anyway yep. i appreciate uh, your ministry john i appreciate our friendship and and all the good stuff you're doing over at yeah. there at palm valley
0: thank you man i really appreciate that and uh i look forward to talking to you soon
1: okay god bless uh, bye now love
0: you brother Thank you for listening to The Daily Check-In. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you're struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org. And I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery. Nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.